Welcome to the On Health Podcast by Houston Methodist. I'm Zach Moore. I'm a photographer and editor here, and I've worked in multimedia and television for over 15 years, and I'm also a longtime podcaster. I'm Katie McCallum. I'm a former researcher turned health writer, mostly writing for our blog. And Katie, did you have brunch today? You know, I didn't have brunch today. I did have breakfast, Mm. and I am one of the people that I do distinguish between the two. Um, Where's the cutoff between breakfast and brunch? Yeah, you know, cutoff for me, I think it either has to be a day off or a weekend. Okay. That's my initial kind of standard. Now, if it's a weekend and it is a meal before, I'm going to say 9.30 or 10, it's breakfast. Anything after that, brunch. Also, I will say there's probably room for there's a mentality that comes with brunch, so... I think it's a more casual meal that you're not using to like start your day. It's more of a fun, casual way to to just eat. Um, that's not breakfast. Hmm. When 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 does it stop being brunch and become lunch though? Like how how far can brunch go? Can it yeah. be, can you have brunch at like four o'clock? That seems late to me for brunch. That's a great question. I think I probably could have brunch at four p.m. When <laughs> speaking of just the brunch mentality, yeah. <laughs> so brunch, brunch life, be, brunch life could be any time of the brunch day. Brunch is a state of mind. Exactly. Is what we're talking about yeah. here. Okay. There's there's room for that for sure. But when we're thinking about actual brunch food items, that's where I think the whole thing gets a little bit more specific. In that there's certain things that we think of as a brunch item. Zach, are you a brunch guy? I no, not really. Okay. So you don't have like a go-to brunch option that, you know, if you were going to sit down for brunch or you never just think about like, wow, I just want to go to brunch and have. Well, I'm the kind of guy where you sit down and if lunch is available, I'll eat lunch. I'm like, oh, look, a burger. Great. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, 11 a.m., but that's I can fair. get a burger. It's yeah. fantastic. So now if I'm in a certain, if a certain restaurant, I'm like, oh, they have really good like Belgian waffles or something. I like Belgian. Does Belgian waffles count as brunch? I don't want to be the person that decides what's brunch and what's not, but I would consider Belgian waffles brunch. Yeah. If, if you're having Belgian waffles, it could be breakfast too. But again, brunch is a mentality. So if you want Belgian waffles to be your brunch, then by all means. Okay. That would be my go-to then. Okay. Got it. Maybe avocado Belgian waffles, huh? Hmm. Interesting combination. Uh, Maybe not. Let's just stick with avocado toast. Are you Well, well would you add the avocados because you think it makes the Belgian waffles healthier? No, I just like guacamole okay well i ask because it's a long-standing question i have and it's our topic of today's podcast is you know is avocado toast healthy and you know when i think of brunch um again like i like i've said i I think it's it's a certain mindset that you have going in and you don't necessarily want to be healthy but when you do um it can be hard to find healthy options on a brunch menu in my mind but anytime i see avocado toast i'm usually like great let's go with that that's the healthiest option but there's also a question in my mind always of, is this even actually healthy? And today we talked to Kylie Arundel about this. And I think it's really interesting because it's, a, it's, it's definitely something we all assume to be healthy. But is it actually? All right. We're here with Kylie Arundel, wellness dietitian at Houston Methodist. Kylie, welcome. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to talk about avocado toast, whether it's healthy, and full disclaimer for you before we start, you have a huge avocado toast fan sitting across from you. Oh. <laughs> um, don't worry. I prepared myself for this. Uh, this is a health podcast after all, so I am very committed to giving this a fair shake. Um, definitely, you know, don't hold back. Okay. To start off, avocado toast, it's a bit of a complex dish, I think. Uh, there's a couple components, so I think maybe we start with deconstructing, as they say in the culinary world, avocado toast. Let's start with avocado. Is it really this healthy superfood I want it to be? I think we all want it to be. Yes and no. I think 
my answers to a lot of these questions might be yes and no. Everybody does want it to be a superfood. It It is. It's one of those things that you can add on top of different types of um, cuisines. You can put it on top of your avocado toast, obviously. Um, you can put it on top of salad. You can put it in a smoothie. It really is a versatile type of a food, and it gets its kind of star or superfood claim because of its source of healthy fats, um, specifically heart-healthy fats. So really, good for your cardiovascular system um, and also helps keep you full. So it's also a good thing to include because you're going to be a little bit more satisfied with that fat. So speaking of fat, is it too fattening, for instance, on an avocado toast? So when do you have to worry about the fat of avocado? Good question. So it's going to depend largely on the amount of avocado you use. So if you use an entire avocado for one piece of toast, that's probably a little bit too much. Um, now, if that's going to be your main meal of the day, like your breakfast, and that's kind of your your biggest meal, then maybe one avocado is okay. The serving size is about a third of an avocado. So as long as you take that into consideration when you're looking at your overall fat intake for the day, you can get away with doing a a whole avocado. Um, It's also more about what else you're putting on top of it or what other components are in that avocado toast that kind of gives you the notion of it being too fatty. Okay. So avocado maybe gets a check here as far as I give it a check. I give it a check, yeah. Okay. So far, so good. Yes. So now we can move on to the toast. Bread aisle is huge. There's a lot of bread options. Talk to us about the bread concerns that may or may not be there when you're sitting down to have avocado toast. That's a great point. I would say when you're at home, you kind of get the luxury of deciding what type of bread you're going to use for avocado toast. But whenever you're at a restaurant or something else, they're doing that for you. So you can always ask for a whole grain option at the restaurant. But for the most part, if you're wandering the bread aisle and your avocado toast is on the menu for that week, I would try to stick to something that has 100% whole in front of it. So don't go off the color of the bread. Just because it's brown doesn't mean it's going to be whole grain. It could be multigrain. It could be white bread dyed brown. So it's one of those things where you want to look at the actual label, look at the ingredients, and you want that first ingredient to say whole grain, whole wheat, 100% whole whatever. And that kind of gives you um, an insight into what that bread actually is and if it's going to be a whole grain and a good choice. So let's say, for instance, you go to a restaurant, you don't have the whole grain bread option, you sort of have to order the avocado toast and it's coming to you as is. Does the toast being something more like a white bread or a sourdough, does that mean you need to be eating less of the avocado toast? Or what's what's the problem with the not whole grain option when it comes to bread? It's not necessarily that you have to eat less of it or be super mindful of it being white bread or sourdough bread or something other than that whole grain. It's just that you can't count that as a fiber source now. So you kind of want to have a topping on top of your your avocado toast that gives you that fiber source because you're not going to get it from that bread. So if that's, you know, chia seeds on top or if that's shredded carrots or some other type of vegetable, that can then provide you with a little bit more of that fiber Um, The fats are going to be filling from the avocado. You also kind of are looking for a fiber source as well to make it more of a balanced meal. At this point, when we're just thinking about avocado on toast, so avocado toast is simplest, is this a balanced meal already? 
almost. <laughs> you got two of the three components, or I guess it just depends on who you talk to, two okay. of the five components. Um, you have the fat and you have the carbohydrate. You're missing the protein. And then, yes, avocado is technically a fruit, but I would suggest having a little bit more variety on top of that, maybe another vegetable or something else. That's really what's missing. So, you know, this was our perfect segue into the toppings because I think this is where avocado toast varies the most. So let's talk about toppings. What are some examples of, I think, the quote-unquote unhealthiest toppings you've ever seen? Say, for instance, you go to a restaurant. You don't have to name names. You order an avocado toast. It arrives on the table, and you're like, "Mm, this is probably a better exception rather than the rule when it comes to an avocado toast. Like, you wouldn't eat it every day, but it's a good brunch option. I think I've seen like a meat lover's avocado toast, which was really interesting because you had the bacon, you had breakfast sausage, and I think there was one other meat. It was ham on top of it. So I would say uh, maybe by by themselves it would would have been okay, but just all of that on top. Um, I think there was cheese on it, and I definitely think there was a slab of butter somewhere in there. So then we're getting into the whole cheese, butter, bacon, all the other types of fats on top of the healthy avocado fat, and it can just be a little bit too much at one time. That was probably the worst I've ever seen. Um, And then also the sodium too. You have no idea how much sodium is in a lot of those toppings. And just because they don't taste salty doesn't mean there isn't sodium in there. That makes sense. So what then would be a healthier – I think you said we're missing the protein if it's just avocado and toast. So what's a kind of healthy protein you could consider putting on top of your avocado toast? So I think the star usually comes down to eggs. I mean, that's always typically available at a restaurant. Um, If you're doing it yourself, it's also a good idea. You can have the avocado um, mixed into like a Greek yogurt or some other type of solid protein source. Um, That's not really changing the flavor of the dish, but maybe the texture just a little bit. But that Greek yogurt would be a great thing to add because you can get calcium. You can get an extra source of some of the other vitamins and minerals um, in addition to that protein. So that would be a great thing to incorporate into your breakfast. Got it. You know, one of my favorite avocado toasts that I order fairly often, it has egg on top, but it's just egg whites. So is there something about the, the yolks of eggs that they're leaving it out for some reason to make it a healthy option? Or is that just a general maybe kind of assumption they're making? I think it depends on who you talk to. Um, The egg white is going to be kind of the flavor and the texture that you're looking for from the whole egg. Um, I'm assuming they were scrambled or something like that. Scrambled, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be something that um, people prefer for a texture purpose. Um, It's also kind of gotten this um, notion that it's a healthier option because it's a leaner protein. The yolk itself provides a good amount of protein still, but it also provides a little bit of fat. It provides some vitamin D. It's one of the few food sources of vitamin D that um, we actually can consume. So it has a lot more nutritional value, but it kind of gets this um, unfortunate connotation of it being bad for you because it's a little bit higher in fat. Uh, But I prefer the whole egg. If you are somebody who has, you know, six or seven eggs per week, then maybe we dial it back a little bit. But for the most part, if you're brunching on the weekends, a whole egg is perfectly fine for your toast. All right. So some wayward topping choices aside, the ingredients that make up avocado toast sound pretty healthy, but we're not done. From 
the classic American breakfast, chicken and waffles, there's biscuits and gravy, a good breakfast hash. It's time to see how avocado toast stacks up against our other brunch favorites after the break. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, your healthcare should be personalized to you. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors provide customized care for you and your family with more than 40 convenient locations across greater Houston. We offer a variety of ways to get care, from in-person and virtual appointments to same-day visits when you're sick. Choose your doctor and schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash stay healthy. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. We're back. So to recap, avocado, good, but not too much. Bread, fine, but it's got to be the right bread. Add some protein, but don't pile it on with all the meats. And now it's time to find out, once and for all, where avocado toast stands in the pantheon of brunch basics. In the grand scheme of brunch on a brunch menu, are we calling avocado toast healthy at this point? I would think it is, yes. Especially because a lot of your breakfast items are going to have some sort of refined carbohydrate or some sort of really sugary type of a carbohydrate, whether that's French toast or waffles or pancakes. So that's kind of a a nice um, alternative to some of those. You're still getting a carbohydrate with that toast, but you're getting a little bit more nutritional value from the avocado. Yes, you can make a poor choice with the toppings that you put on top of it, but for the most part, I would say that's one of the healthier brunch choices on the menu. Okay. And since we're at a restaurant and we and we know oftentimes at a restaurant the portion sizes can be a bit distorted. Even Very if true. it is the healthy option, mm-hmm. should I be eating the whole dish and for instance, I when I think of, you know, an avocado toast that I've ordered recently, it's almost it's almost two slices of bread usually, avocado on two slices of bread, typically some toppings, eggs included. Should I just be eating one piece of toast, saving the other toast for later? Does it matter? Is it okay if I'm just indulging? What are your thoughts? I think it depends on what you're going to be doing for the rest of the day. So if that's kind of your splurge for the week or the day or the weekend or whatever that is for you, then absolutely you can eat it all. I would definitely kind of check in with your body a little bit, maybe do some more intuitive eating types of um, internal reflection to see if you really do need that entire two pieces. Um, If one piece would suffice and maybe you can take the other half home with you. Uh, It kind of just depends on what you're feeling for that day that particular time, maybe you're really hungry and maybe it's okay for you to definitely have those two pieces. Um, But for the most part, if you can kind of listen to your body and really know one piece is going to be sufficient for me, I can definitely take this home. It's it's one of those things where I'm not wasting any food, but I'm still kind of um, keeping to my calorie allotment or my my fat allotment for the day, depending on what it is. I want to ask one last question just to bring us full circle here. We deconstructed the avocado toast. Let's construct it again. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a scenario here. Let's say um, a popular uh, restaurant here in Houston, they want to redo their brunch menu. They're thinking, we want it to be healthy, still delicious. They want to put avocado toast on it. They come to you and they say, Kylie, can you please build a healthy but delicious avocado toast for us? What are you putting on it? Ooh, I get to put anything on it? Anything on it. What, what, how would you build your kind of perfect avocado toast? Oh, it's a breakfast avocado toast or it's a lunch avocado toast because those could be two different things. It's a really good point. 
I say let's go brunch avocado toast. So ideal avocado toast from a health perspective, I would say let's do a really great whole grain seed type of a bread. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Dave's Killer Bread, but it has a bunch of different nuts and seeds on it. So something similar to that, they could make it in-house. Um, but just so it's it's really fresh and you do get that whole grain option. And then obviously avocado, it's avocado toast. So we're putting some of that on there. Um, I would, since we're talking about it, portion it correctly. So maybe a third of an avocado, two thirds of an avocado, you don't want an overwhelming amount. But if you're paying 12 or 13 bucks for it, then you want a good amount of avocado. Um, And then definitely I would have eggs on it. I think that that's just a solid kind of well-rounded protein source. Um, It's filling. It goes really well with the textures. And then I would play around with maybe some fresh herbs or like I mentioned, the chia seeds or some other type of seed on top to get a little bit of a crunch. Um, I also really like other types of vegetables on top of them too. So I mentioned the carrots before, tomatoes, um, whatever kind of goes best with that particular um, cuisine that they're trying to or, or culture that they're trying to go for. I love it. It sounds delicious. I would definitely eat it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for being on with us today, Kylie. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Okay. So I'm starting to get sold on brunch. It sounds like it's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's it's delicious. I'm not sure why you you don't prefer it. Yeah, and with these options here, I think there's a lot of fun and healthy things to try. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling really good about my favorite go-to brunch choice, to be honest. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you seem to get a lot of points with her on that. So. Yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, it's I love to order a good avocado toast. I'm also a big fan of a, of a healthier avocado toast. I think that's the great thing about avocado toast is avocado is just delicious. Are the ones topped with a ton of meats and bacons even more delicious? Probably. But a simple avocado toast with some arugula on the side is also really delicious. And I'm, I'm just happy that my brunch choice got validated today. This is great. I know what I will be doing on Saturday. You got to go celebrate with a good brunch after this, huh? Absolutely. All right. Well, orange juice on me. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed our topic today. That's going to do it for us this time. But if you enjoy these kinds of conversations and topics and are looking for more discussions, be sure to share, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And for more like this, visit our blog on health at houstonmethodist.org slash blog. Stay tuned and stay healthy. Houston Methodist Hospital has been named the best hospital in Texas for 11 years in a row by U.S. News and World Report. Houston Methodist Hospital is the number one hospital in Texas and number 15 in the nation. We are nationally ranked in 10 specialties, the most in the state. For more than 100 years, we have provided you the best and safest clinical care, advanced technology, and patient experience. That's our promise of leading medicine. Houston Methodist, leading medicine.